Warning. The following podcast features terrible jokes, usually about board games. Like those jokes your dad tells that make you groan. Yeah, those kind of jokes. Accordingly, Boards and Swords and the producers must insist that no one attempt to recreate any joke performed on this podcast. Watch very closely now. Three, two, one. Bzow! Check that out. We want the phone. <laughs> Gotta have that phone. Is it okay? If, so if it's okay if like when the bread touches the fries. Do I really want to just stand still and cast a lightning bolt? No, I want to avoid you and shove a lightning bolt across. I just crap my alien <laughs> pants. <laughs> By the way, I, I, I just want to let you guys know. Uh-huh. You hate um, all of us and, and we're um, fired. <laughs> I've, I've released poison into the AC system. <laughs> you all have about five minutes left to live. So much news. Like all this stuff to talk about. No, there's been some stuff, but it was all boring. You didn't go with C. Well, you need to go with C. At our friends, we we combined. You told that story. We combined. Have I told it on the podcast? I'm yes, pretty sure yeah. you, you have. Well, I'm telling it again because I just realized as I was reading this that this game's already been done. They even made a show about it. It's called Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> and go watch it. This is Boards and Swords. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Boards and Swords. This is a podcast where we have bad jokes, we have good folks, and we have some tabletop games. My name is Chris Renshaw, and I'm going to throw it over to the world traveler over there, Mr. Philip Herbig. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, we want to welcome you back to our uh, 206th episode. It's been a little while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, but uh, we're back. We've got news. We're back from our trips. Back from sickness. Back from yeah. <laughs> you, Chris got down with the sickness. Oh, uh, I I can uh, even do the I sound tried too. To drink around the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? You drink around the world at Epcot? I, I tried to. I couldn't. Uh no. I was on Uncle Duty. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, we shouldn't have been recording right now because this I was planning on taking this week off because uh, I was going to be at home for, for Thanksgiving, back in North Carolina for Thanksgiving. But uh, then I got sick and my dad both got sick. So we were like, let's just stay apart and let everybody get better. <laughs> like we're both on the up and up now, but it's like, let's just be safe. There we go. So then it was like we were going to have to do like two back to back recordings just to like hopefully like get caught up on stuff and so we'd actually have an episode in november and yeah. uh and then we have a guest our next episode so here's a teaser uh i gotta reconfirm but uh so uh rich from the floor hammer podcast so it's a warhammer podcast but specifically he is a guy that recently uh took a leave from his job to start doing uh like painting and terrain and creating minis online as his own business uh and i know one of our questions that we got i think it was from mike hargis was asking about like commissions and doing getting paid for like painting and that sort of sort of thing so went and found somebody to, to kind of that might know a little bit about that so uh but he's over that he's over in the uk so the time zones that's where i gotta double check the uh i gotta yeah. double check on it but at least as of like a, a couple weeks ago he, he was down for that but this episode, uh, Philip, you've got the you've got the list. What are, what are all we talking about today? Um, so uh, on the list right there, um, we've got we've got some Star Wars news. Uh, we've got some more Star Wars news. Uh, 
some games workshop stuff we got some banking news too <laughs> uh i will i will a little caveat uh so uh and then after that we got lots of lots of, of different gaming talk at least on my end because you know i was i was down for like a week not a week and a half not playing games but i made up for it um but uh philip you want to do your best news uh, uh impression all right so uh i will i I was actually looking for an open input on the soundboard that i could have plugged my ipad into (laughs) because i have my news clip that you oh yeah that's what we need to do is just a backup uh just have you plug in your soundboard for when we don't get this this one working um because then i don't know if everybody i don't know if like guests would hear it and i guess they might we'll see well think things to think about things to make you go hmm but uh I will warn people that this is going to be a. I, I got seven articles here because you know we we it's it's been like a month since we've recorded, uh, and half of them are going to be Hasbro related. Just because I saw a bunch of funny, or I saw a bunch of interesting, worth talking about Hasbro articles. So uh, first up is uh, you can't rebel uh, rebel against these new releases and that is uh from atomic mass games we have a new minis game coming out summer 2023 star wars shatterpoint um i'm gonna i'll I'll mute this but we'll just have like the trailer going here in the background so this is going to be a skirmish star wars minis game uh from the people that make uh you know they're now in charge of like x-wing and legion and that sort of thing but their first game that they made and put the, that they started the company was uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol, which was more of a skirmish style game. So everyone's kind of, the 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 rumors and the things I'm or kind of what everyone's hoping is that this is very similar to that because that game the people that play that game really like that game. Um, they really like the the Marvel Crisis Protocol um, where you just kind of like grab like, Oh, I'm just going to throw like Iron Man and like, uh, you know, war machine. And then like black Panther and all this stuff. And they're going to fight against Thanos. And I will have to say the terrain for that game is really cool, but there's even mechanics where you can like pick up a bus and throw it. Cause like, you know, Hulk. Oh yeah. Um, so this looks like it's going to be at least so that they say it's going to be different. It says squad based skirmish combat in the star Wars galaxy. Um, Probably not a one-to-one reskin, I would imagine, because you'll probably have things like force stuff in there that like you wouldn't have in like Marvel. But yeah. you know, I if I were a bet man, I would say at least some some similarities to to the Marvel Crisis Protocol. So we'll find out next year. Summer twenty twenty three reads Gen Con to me. Yep. <laughs> so it'll, we'll see, it'll get it'll we'll get see how that goes. Uh, you'll be able to customize, strategize, and battle. See, they missed a a, a, a point. See, if I were in charge of this, I would have said customize, strategize, battleize. <laughs> Does it make sense? No. Uh, so yeah, those are trademark names. Apparently, I mean, why not? <laughs> but I just love it's like damn. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 Ahsoka Tan. Damn. All right, uh, but if you thought uh, Hasbro or if you thought Hasbro Day was done with all their Star Wars news, uh. There's a palpaton of new Star Wars games coming right up the right up the alley here, and that is uh, Star Wars the deck build. Uh, get out of here, Star Wars the deck building game from FFG. So no 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 no. You got to do that more. You got to do that more. Spaceballs. 
Star Wars, the deck building game. Yeah, as soon as I get rid of all these like freaking like cookies and join our mailing list. <laughs> yeah, so aren't you already part of the mailing list? Like, don't they recognize that? new browser? Oh, there we go. There we go. I switched using Firefox because it's less resources intensive than Chrome. Chrome is like a hog these days. Like, you got like four windows and it's like 50% CPU usage. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Fantasy Flight has announced. Uh, you know, when I first saw this, uh, I thought that um, I thought that this was oh uh, gotta be like an LCG because they used to make a Star Wars LCG and everyone been kind of hoping like maybe they would do like a co-op because it was a competitive LCG where like one person's the light side one person's the dark side but people are hoping maybe they would do like an Arkham Horror style Star Wars narrative kind of comp- uh, co- uh, cooperative LCG. And so when I first oh, saw this and I was like, Star Wars game. And then it was like, oh, deck building game. And then well, I was like, wait a minute. And yeah, this is totally like, this is more like the, the Power Rangers deck building game and like Transformers, the deck building game where it's its own standalone box where, you know, think like Clank or the, the DC universe one that we played where it's just mm-hmm. you start off with the small deck and then you buy cards off the thing and you use it to get more powerful cards, et cetera, et cetera. Like your classic deck building game. There's nothing, nothing extremely special about this. So it's kind of like part of me is like, why? But at the same time, it's Star Wars, so it will print money. Oh yeah. So uh, Rusty Beetle says that the Shatterpoint, it's all prequel stuff. It's all prequel stuff that they showed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you for, gotta, for, you gotta work. I mean, your way. it makes it makes sense because that's like your most battles. Like your 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 biggest battles were in Clone Wars, mm-hmm. like and with like the most amount of characters versus like everything else is more like uh, space fighting in the other movies. Yeah, not as much on the ground fighting. So, all right. Uh, so one Games Workshop story here. Uh, recently, there was an old abandoned mall near us that collapsed, and uh, only one store survived. Uh, the old Arcadia stands. That joke will only make sense to Warhammer fans, because mm-hmm. uh, uh, K- I, I will I will explain it. But Cadia is like so. There's this hole in reality called the Eye of Terror. Uh, that's basically like a gateway to hell, where all like the demons and the chaos and everything spawn out of. If you want to go even further back, it's because uh, it, it's because the Eldar got all um, the Eldar got all uh, greedy and. Uh, self-dulgent and they ended up birthing a new god slanesh who's like the god of pleasure or whatever and it ripped a hole in reality and katie is the closest planet to it and for it like it held the it was basically the front line against chaos for the longest time until finally it it fell in like um in one of the more recent one of the more recent storylines but the but all the survivors are like spread out throughout the stars and like most of the a lot of the infantry has has been from Cadia so the the warriors still are like Cadia stands but uh speaking of which the game workshop announces new miniatures box set for Warhammer 40,000 Cadia stands this is the Astra Militarum army set so uh, this is a very much beloved coming the box set that has been wanted for a long time because this has the codex for the Imperial Guard in it. That's the Astra Militarum. That's the the uh, copyrightable term for Imperial Guard. You can't copyright uh, Imperial Guard, but you can say uh, <laughs> Astra Militarum. 
So this is the the Cadia stands box. You got uh, the 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 cards. You got the book. You got all like the 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 uh, the transfers, and then all of course a ton of minis. Uh, we got at least like one. Looks like we got a little gun platform here in the background. Wait, are there other pictures? Let's see. Ah, here we go. Other pictures. Yeah. So these are these are not your space marines. These are your regular everyday dudes. Yep. All the other people in 40k that are like, yeah, you. <laughs> There's a tick. I think I saw a TikTok where it's like, yeah, you. You reading this? You've been inducted into the Imperial Guard. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Here we go. Uh, nice little. Uh, Nice uh, little uh, mobile gun platform. Basically some, some yeah, the, mortar mortars. That's the better word. The field ordnance team. Yeah. And you got some cannon. You got a cannoneer back here. The guys like standing on a ammo crate. I mean, these are, I, I, I have zero interest in playing Imperial Guard because for me, it's like in, 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 in a reality where superhuman soldiers exist. Why would you play ordinary people? <laughs> right. Especially that, and I love uh, space armor. I mean, that's the real reason I like space marines. Is I <laughs> between giant hulking armor between Iron Man and Halo and stuff. I'm just a fan for our uh, <laughs> space armor suits. So let's see uh, this. Uh, the, this clearly not a ripoff of an ATST in no way, shape, or form. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, and then of course they got the everything. So. Uh, everyone's been looking forward to this because like, you know, everyone's been still playing on eighth edition rules and here we are like two and a half years into ninth edition and they're finally getting the rule set and everyone's thinking that maybe like 10th edition is going to be like next summer or something. So it's like just in time for a new edition, you have your rule set finally. <laughs> All right. Uh, now we're going to turn to the, uh, the, the Hasbro hour. Uh, yeah, one, that two, is... <laughs> Uh, apparently, uh, you can heroescape this next story, and that is that at Gen Con, everywhere word was is that the, the Heroescape Age of Annihilation was coming out. That was going to be a uh, a new version of Heroescape. This is the game that had the little plastic tiles, uh, like plastic terrain that was in hexes that you could like stack up and make all kinds of weird terrain and like pre-painted plastic stuff. Um, and they announced it was going to come to their, their Hasbro pulse, you know, just like HeroScape did. Um, but it was like a $250 price tag for like a lot. It was a bunch of stuff. It was pre-painted everything. And everybody was like, Nope. <laughs> so, uh, more than 4,300 people had backed the project committing over $1.08 million, but that number was only, just over half the 8,000 backers that Hasbro required to meet its funding goal. So uh, some people had said that, you know, a lot of times when a thing doesn't make its project goal and it's gotten at least some decent stuff that they will like rework their targets and adjust the gameplay. Hasbro was like, nope, we're just going to do other stuff. They were just like, clearly not enough people want this. Uh, screw it. We're not going to do it. Yeah. So... Uh, everyone is like, um, maybe if you just hadn't made it, made a version that was $250, more people would have bought it. Yeah. Cause, cause I'm reading through the thing. It was like the Vanguard edition, which was the only edition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause earlier, no earlier hero escape sets were like 40, 50 bucks, you know, maybe like 80, I think for some of the deluxe ones. But the problem is, is that was like in the early two thousands and plastic has gone up quite a bit. Yes, it and has. you can't make it for that money. But 
This is also why when people are like, why do big companies still use Kickstarter? This is why. Because they don't have to dump a bunch of money into making like product that's not going to sell. Like, yeah, it's going to sit on shelves and then be clearanced out next yeah. December. And they'll take a loss. Here, they, they lost a little bit of money on coming up with the prototype. So it's like it's not an inconsequential amount of money. But they would have lost way more in like the tooling costs for all the, the stuff. You know, it's their way of judging. Like, is this a thing people want? I mean, I think it's I think it's kind of cool. They've got it on their own site sort of thing. By the way, did you see I tagged you in a thing on Facebook? Speaking of Hasbro and their Pulse site. Do you see if they got their own like action figure line where you can have like your it's their version of the little Phil, but you can yeah, like yeah. dress them up in like different outfits. I so like you can that. have like Power Ranger Philip and <laughs> so you can instead of having just a little 3D printed figure, you can have like an action figure with your face on it, but that's like, you know, Philip as the Green Ranger, or the Red Ranger, or every Ranger. Or Dracon. Phil you just get you just get like we oh my god. If it were only possible, now I want to like, if we <laughs> just get how much of these figures? Because I would just, I just want to see like in in your 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 quote unquote set behind you. I want a Power Ranger in every color of like the original <laughs> the original six in of like just even, me uh, in Phil yeah well just Philip <laughs> uh, even like even even the girls like but just as as Philip instead. <laughs> All right, how much are the? Here we go. If it's more than fifty dollars, that's that's out the wazoo. I feel like fifty dollars is like the nominal price point here. I think they were called like. Ah, sell- there we are. Fifty nine ninety nine. Oh, that's that's, that's a yeah, little that's... steep. Maybe like one. Because I mean, wait, how tall be... are they? Are these like foot, or are these like the 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 the, the you know see. like the what six inches the... or six inch action figure? Okay. Yeah. Mm. Six inch action figure, and it would have to be it would have to be seven because Green Ranger and White Ranger. Oh yes, you're right. All right, let's move. Yeah. Let's move it's along. Four hundred twenty dollars. <laughs> New Patreon goal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this one it was a little hard because once you see the article, and it's kind of funny. I said a little hard. I feel like I can make an NSFW topping joke with this next story, um, but I'm just going to say that and let your mind fill in the gaps. Hey, that is uh, Magic Wins with uh, Warhammer 40,000 and Infinity topping the list. Uh, and so, uh, oops. Yeah, so this was like, uh, it was an article based on an article, but a TCG player top 25 sealed products came listing came out and... Magic had 14 of the top 25 slots. So, you know, we've seen like dips and dives with Magic recently, but uh, specifically they did their Universes Beyond uh, Warrant. Did you see this? That they made Warhammer 40K Commander decks? No, I didn't. I I didn't see that, but I did just recently see Transformer stuff. Yeah, well, we'll get to that. Next story. You're jumping ahead. Oh, it's the next one? Oh, we're jumping ahead already? Yeah. So they came out with four commander decks. Like, you can't even find them now. And if you do, they're, like, being upsold. It's, like, $60 for, like, one. Yeah. And if you want the... the, If you want the special... uh, The the foil editions, forget about it. The problem was, is, like, I wanted to get these, but you could only buy them at the store as a complete collection. So you had to pay, like, 
two hundred dollars to get all four. Oh, you had to get all four. Yeah, you could. They did, weren't selling them as individual packages. Like I think in a not not just like our store. I think as a general rule, you had like you can only buy you could buy the shiny ones separately. But yeah, they had it as uh, one deck was the Imperium, one deck was Chaos, and then you had the Necrons and the Tyranids. Okay. So yeah, uh, that was at the top of the list, considering that you had to buy them in in, uh, $200 increments. I'm really kind of not surprised. And then Unfinity is the the latest in their kind of like joke sets. I haven't seen any cards from this, but I have enjoyed the previous uh, Un sets. Where they have like the the smart ass and the jackass cards. Oh yeah, and all the joke cards and everything. Yeah, where it's like, ah, oh, if, if you play this card while being under the table, you get plus one plus one or something like that. Well, there was there was some card. Um, I I liked the the thing. It was if you can put this card into play and yeah. nobody notices it for an entire turn. I think it's round, the cheat it stays in play. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like was a, a creature. Blue... It was like a creature called the cheat or something like that. I remember it was blue. That's all I remember. Yeah. Which blue is memory. So yeah. But yeah, I was like that. That is some cool stuff they do with all their their unlines. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Here you can see some of the. Actually, no, you can't. It's really small. Yeah. Here's all the different different uh decks that they made for the Warhammer 40k ones. I actually do kind of, like I've sold off pretty much all my Magic stuff except for I have like one Commander deck, one prepackaged Commander deck over there just in case. But I would probably play. Uh, I would probably even play the Chaos one because that's kind of cool. Because the first card is Abaddon the Despoiler, so that's that's kind of mm-hmm. cool. But getting to around what Philip said, uh, if you mix Spider-Man's villains with Transformers, do you get an Autobot? <laughs> so Wizards of the Coast will include Transformers Magic: The Gathering cards in their latest packs, Brothers War. So, Wizards of the Coast will include Universes Beyond Transformer cards and packs of the upcoming Magic the Gathering Brothers War set. The set is scheduled to be released on November 18th, 2022. They'll include the set as Mythic Rares and can be opened in set and collector's boosters in both foil and non-foil versions. These cards were included in 10% of set boosters and come in a special Transformer Shattered Glass treatment in 12% of collector boosters. There are 15 different cards included. Uh, let's see. Do they have the the full size images? Click the get. Oh, here we go. Uh, let's let's actually get. Nope, that's not. Yeah. So Brothers War is going back to like Urza. By the way, that's mm-hmm. they're going back to the, the going back to the day before I was playing. Okay, so here you Just go. Optimus book. Prime Autobot Leader. Somebody had this. I don't know if they printed it out as a proxy or uh or what but um yeah so they had like in their commander deck they had optimus prime at the store because it released like a week or two ago so the story is a little old but you know we're so living metal trample whenever you attack bolster two, the chosen creature gains trample until end of turn uh whenever that creature deals damage to a player this turn convert optimus prime uh more than meets the eye (laughs) Uh uh-huh uh, when he dies, return it to the battlefield converted under its owner's control. Legendary artifact creature, a robot. Uh, then you got the the Megatron Tyrant. I wonder, what does more than meets the eye do? Maybe you can put it into play under its converted for that cost, maybe? Oh, that's an option, yeah. It's fun. It's weird. Seven, five. <laughs> yeah, but it's got like a four, five up here. Oh, maybe that's the converted? Maybe. Destructive force. Yeah, it doesn't have a cost up here, so I'm wondering if, yeah, like... Um, oh, yeah, the conversion ones don't have costs. 
it's uh, yeah the converted side so i wonder if the more than meets the eye is you know because it's normally like three and a red a white and a black but it's only one in a red and white and black if you play it more than meets the eye so i'm assuming that means like you play it converted first and then uh whenever he attacks you may sacrifice another artifact if excess damage will be dealt to a creature instead of that damage is dealt to the creature's controller and you convert megatron yeah this was the version i saw was the oh there we go click one more there you go that's what yeah you, you may cast this car convert it okay Okay, those are like the premier glass version things. This was the version I actually saw somebody. Yeah. This is the one with the instructions. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's weird. It's stronger, actually. It's stronger, actually, converted than it is. He's only 4'8 yeah. as a hero, but as a truck. <laughs> He's 6'8. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, man. So this is the thing. I want these cards. But I don't want to buy like I don't want to buy like cases of magic cards to get them all. Yeah, you, you don't want it's that it's that ten percent chance. Yeah, like I if they if they did a if they did a commander deck with these, I'd buy that. Assuming it wasn't selling for like fifty million dollars. Yeah. These lands are looking kind of cool. Oh, I haven't even seen lands yet. Up oh, there's the, the oh they got the full art lands. Those are cool. Yeah, that looks like a Tyranid almost. I think these are just from the set. I don't think these are necessarily the transform. They're just from. Oh the, no, the, no, these are just from the set. Yeah, because yeah. like Misha's Foundry and Misha. Yeah. Okay, one more story. So take everything you just heard, and now suddenly this next story is going to make a lot of sense. Uh -huh. uh, I wanted to make some soup, and I found a store that sold nothing but its like base ingredients, but the prices were just all over the place. Man, the stock market be crazy. That's a cooking joke for you. So, uh, stop it. Bang <laughs> Stupid ads and like, uh, <laughs> allow cookies and whatever. Bank of America downgrades Hasbro stock saying magic's getting greedy. So I don't know if, did you, do you remember? So I said it's been a month for us, but it's actually been a month and a half since you were on the show. Cause, uh, we had the yeah. last one with Sean. Do you remember? I think it was in that last one you were on where they had the 30th anniversary, the $1,000 booster packs. Uh huh. Where you couldn't even use them. They weren't even legal cards. Yeah. <laughs> Those are 40K. I like the bird puns over cooking jokes. <laughs> Speaking of which, Magic the Gathering might be the goose that lays the golden egg, but right now it's landed Hasbro in some hot water. <laughs> Bank of America downgraded Hasbro's stocks, citing, citing an overproduction of Magic cards. Well, warning investors, their stock, their stock slid 5.5% as Bank of America downgraded Hasbro from buy to underperform. So this move follows a deep dive into Hasbro's Magic the Gathering operations that found that Hasbro has been overprinting card, which is destroying the long-term value of the business. Uh, it's, although it seems it's diverges from the average. No, it doesn't. Uh, they say they're concerned by the company's decision to release a 30th anniversary set that includes four booster packs for $999, a price which the 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 uh, the va uh, value said was excessively high. Uh, their that position was, that was four packs. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it was. That was not four, like a booster box. No, that was four packs. Oh. Oh. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm sorry. As much as like as much fun as I've had with Magic back in the day, and I've still got that. I've still got that sliver commander deck. Yeah. That I built that everyone hates. Uh yeah. Screw that noise, dude. Yeah. And that was the other thing is you couldn't you couldn't buy this at your local store unless they they um 
they only got like one or or uh, they only got like a couple. You mostly had to go buy it from the the main website because they were worried about like third party sellers ratcheting them up even more. Um, their position is that reprints hurt the secondary sale market since packs include cards from the reserve list, which Hasbro promised never to reprint. It'll harm long term investing in the cards. It also mentioned that increased production could lead supply to outpace demand, which means that businesses and collectors could no longer purposely hold packs to sell later at a higher price. Uh, they warned changing the secondary market could push collectors to Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, or Flesh and Blood instead. Um, meanwhile, the this this was funny because like it was it was a business company saying the same kind of crap that like. I've been seeing all over the place on like magic site, like like looking at magic content creators and just seeing like articles and stuff that people have been saying about magic is that they've also been saying they are heavily throwing out new product and overprinting stuff. And, you know, from their point of view, like not from, you know, from the average player point of view where it, it, it makes it hard to keep up with the game because there's always new stuff. Uh, I saw there was a graph somewhere. I didn't get a chance to pull it up, but where it was like the average amount of product printed each year. And then it's just like steady leveling and it gets to 22 and it's just like, whoop, <laughs> like off the chart. Cause again, we go back to the, they had like all your regular sets. And then there was the, uh, like the, the Warhammer stuff. There's been a couple of secret layer things, this new 30th anniversary stuff. And that's all in just this year alone. There's just been so many, I think I like bird puns over Magic together. <laughs> hey, <laughs> like it or not, it's a staple of our. It's a tent pole of our of our uh, of our hobby. So, uh, Hasbro opened the year at a hundred dollars a share, and now shares have dipped below sixty dollars a share. Oh yeah, uh, twenty twenty three. We're gonna get a Lord of the Rings magic set, a Doctor Who magic set, and Final Fantasy, and Assassin's Creed. Not long. <laughs> like hey. I'm all for like. <laughs> I think I think the better way to do this is to just have like a universes beyond set and then mix a bunch of different things in there for that. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, this universes beyond set has got like 40k and Transformers in it. And then this set has got like Lord of the Rings and Doctor Who and stuff and then The Walking Dead cuz I think that came out this year too. Shark Meat Jump. Hey man, you got to be making that money somehow. So that's that's the news. So Philip, uh, did you happen to do? Because I know, like, I, I I was curious about one thing because you you may not play as many tabletop games, but you are a gamer. Um, but I know there are like gaming type things at because you just came back that last month from uh from Disney World. Like, there's like a, yes. a, a like a QR. Or there's some sort of like card scanning thing that they have like all throughout the air all throughout the parks and stuff that i've heard people talk about no idea no idea okay there was Didn't like an there was like an app or some stuff that like you could interact with and stuff uh, there was the um uh there was the bounty hunting stuff in mm. uh galaxy's edge uh didn't do any of that but like saw okay. saw that it was available um yeah no most of the time i was on, i was on uncle duty it's kind of fun <laughs> All right. Uh, just like running around and um, uh, also a lot of the um, so so um, first off, this kid, this kid's five years old. OK, five years old, barely comes up to my waist. Um, yeah, let's go do uh, Tower of Terror. 
I'm like what? <laughs> like, are you are you serious? Are you tall enough to ride that thing? Um, this kid's forty four inches tall. You only got to be forty to ride the Tower of Terror. So you're like, uh, okay, cool. I'll I'll go. Yeah, let's let's go do Tower of Terror. <clears throat> um, got the picture. Um, so like we had the magic bands, and those those were cool. Like you mm-hmm. get access to like your room and it's payment and like you can do all the stuff with it. Um, one of the things is it also links into your My Disney Experience app for pictures from rides. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. So um, the uh, one of the the Tower of Terror was their their picture system was down. Mm-hmm. Um, like pictures were being taken, but the system was down. Whatever. So um, I don't know. Maybe like the next day, uh, her her dad and her had gone on the um, the Buzz Lightyear. You you shoot the stuff. Like you got the little guns on your cart and you shoot stuff on that. So then uh, she wanted to go on that with me. So I'm like, cool, we go, we go through that. And um, it takes pictures individually of your different cars. And we're like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. And um, all of a sudden, I'm uh, like, I found our picture. And like, I figured it out immediately. There was a yellow line going from our picture down around to a yellow ringed magic band sensor. I'm like, all right, yeah, cool, whatever. Um, so I go to walk over there. No, this little kid has already run ahead of me. She's like, oh, look, our picture. Bing! And puts her magic band up there. I'm like, how the hell did you figure that out? <laughs> kids these days, they were right. The kids with the with the technology, man. She was just immediate. Bam! I know what to do. Do so now. The reason I mentioned that was because somehow our Tower of Terror pictures appeared in our account. Mm. We didn't scan. Like we went up and uh, I talked to the person at the like where you would pay for the picture if you were going to get it printed, and they were like. Yeah, um, you were, you got off the ride at this time. So here's the window that the uh, front customer service desk at this at the Hollywood Studios Park. Just tell them to look for that, and they can add it to your account. We we don't know how that picture got linked to our account. Weird. And it was just that picture. It was just that picture. Everything else we scanned in. Weird. Like the people, the people randomly walking around taking pictures at the park. They all had stuff, and it was. I'm sure they had the cameras linked into the Wi-Fi. Everything was immediate. But yeah, I'm like, I don't... What the hell, Disney? What are y'all doing? The kid figured it out. Probably. I don't know where the hell... But like, yeah. I don't know. So like, Disney was a good time, man. All right. So we'll talk more about that in, in, in the bonus stuff. But yes. you also had you also had a mancation, and you, you do like to play some munchkin on the mancation. So I will ask, was there any munchkin played? Uh, if it was, I don't know. I know Munchkin was there. Um, I didn't. Br- I did not bring my copy with me. Um, our friend Mike brought his copy with him. Um, but I like. I was on vacation and I was able to. Hey, Rusty Beetle might be right. Facial recognition, but like I didn't take a lot of pictures though. I you're just a her. very. You're just a very distinct person. I am. You know, red beard, bald head. That would have uh, got a. Uh, um, so Munchkin might have been played. I was like asleep early on both nights. <laughs> you were doing the old man vacation. I like. I make you some shit. Eh? I was on vacation. Like I, I played in the pool a little bit. You know, we sat in the man stew hot tub for a little bit, had a drink, and then it was like I'm on vacation. I can do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> I want to sleep. That's gonna be me tomorrow. <laughs> that was the downside is I was I had a four day weekend and I was sick and I was like, I just want to go play games, but I'm here in my bed, which is like great. Like I got sleep, but at the same time, it's like I want to do stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, speak. But I managed to get some other stuff. Uh, by the way, 
I got the I got from the exit the game people. I got the advent calendar for this year, the hunt for the Ooh. golden book. So we will next time we will next time we record it will be December to where I can start talking about the advent calendar because I want to do it as somebody was like, how is that even useful? Because you won't. I'm like a. There'll be at least one show, so you'll hear me talk about it. And B, you'll know you'll hear me talk about it. And next year, or after this, after this Christmas, because I imagine after Christmas these things will go, uh, they'll get a lot cheaper or something. Then yeah. you'll know to get it. And who says Advent has to be during? Uh, who says Advent has to be during Christmas? I know that's the point of an Advent calendar, but like Catholic Church. Yeah, but who cares? <laughs> but uh. There, uh, what we used to do is like the uh, the socks, like the calendars with the socks and stuff in them. Uh, oh, we yeah. used to just do the 12 days after Christmas because, like, most of the time, you do like the day after Christmas, they'd be like half off anyway. So it's like, why am I gonna pay $30 when I could just pay like 15 or five? And now I got like 12 pairs of Star Wars socks, right. Who but, the hell buys Halloween candy? You buy November first candy. Yeah, exactly. And Rusty Beetle's got a very good description on how they he, probably could have got does. <laughs> Mickey Mouse machine learning. So more to come on that one. Uh, we also had Orktober. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Where uh, one of the uh, one of the Age of Sigmar people he had been doing for Nova. He had this big, huge siege wall that he had spent like months and months 3D printing and painting and getting it all stuff. And I was like, hey, can we borrow that? <laughs> so we had this like siege thing where we had like, basically I had somebody, um, we had like 8,000 points of orcs on one side of the board here. And then just like six, six or seven player, regular, you know, non-orc players on the other side. And it was just like, okay, the the the, the def- defense you just need to make sure the wall or make sure everything survives and the goal of the orcs was just like they were just going to keep regenerating and stuff except for the way i had it was that the uh because i came up with this event and the way i had it was like oh whenever a unit dies they like re-roll and on like a a, a five or a six they come back the person playing the orcs was not rolling very well so the orcs would just oh die <laughs> and not come back it was kind of a big it was kind of a big cluster but it was it it ended up being all right we played for like three or four hours that it was like okay i think we're done (laughs) because you know mass battles they they tend to take a while because it's like you got six people over here trying to do and then you got like you know one or two people controlling eight thousand points of our orcs so definitely got some uh some some modifications to do for next time but it was still it was still a lot of fun, and I got to put in my my one of my brand new knights, the the okay. br- the brand new Big Daddy Mike uh, knight that I had. Who's he, he's a knight paladin because he's got his uh he's got his thermal cannon on one side, and he's got a big huge chainsaw that like that chainsaw sword that's like the size of you know this car a over space here. Marine? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's bigger. It's like three Space Marines back to back or like head to tail. That's how long. Oh wow! Like. Physically, this thing is like, let's see, what is that? Like five inches? <laughs> uh, I'm just going to move along for that. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, and then uh, I got to play out the new Oath game from Leader Games. Uh, that was that was very interesting. So I got a chance to hang out with uh, our friends Jimmy and Corey, and I took mm-hmm. the, this game Oath. These are by the same people, same designer, same artist as Root. Um, but this was it was their their chronicle game 
they kept which I never really I never really understood how what that meant. Like they were saying like it's a legacy game, but it's not a legacy game. And like okay. how it was like the game changes, but like only like it doesn't really matter who's playing what. It's just that the game naturally evolves. So gotcha. but I, I, I now know oh, that's right. Also Fort host of forty K said. Uh so the way that this works is basically the map changes and like whoever wins basically it's just kind of set the terms of the next game. So there's kind of the, there's this oath that gets made that that's cause everybody starts off as exiles, except for there's one chancellor of like the empire and the previous chancellor picks what the oath keeper, what the chancellor needs to like, what the winning condition is for the next game. So to start off, mm-hmm. it's just the oath keeper of supremacy. That's just the starting one. They tell you, and that is you just throw, or you just want to control the most points, like you know, land or you know, area control and control the most things. But then, right. like when, so I ended up winning this, and it was really cool. But I get to choose. Okay, for the next one, it's who has the people's favor the longest, and to do that, you need to like have a bunch of resources that you can use to like do th- certain things to keep the people's favor in front of you. So there's these, and there's like four of these different oaths. Um, so that's that's what kind of it means is like uh, each game affects the next one and kind of like what the winning conditions kind of are on what the map baby set up. But it's not like it's not an ongoing co-op or a competitive game where like, oh, I've won X amount of time. So I'm in a much better place to win the next couple of ones. Um, I will say that this game was brain burning as fuck, (laughs) though. Um, We... By the end of the game, we had it figured out and it played relatively fast. But very early in the beginning, um, Corey, I, I, I think I think the episode after Christmas or after the next one when we have uh, the guy from Floorhammer on, I think I'm going to have Corey and Jimmy here in studio and we'll probably talk about this because also, uh, newsflash, I'm actually going to pack some plug this year. Uh, if you All will right. be there, I'll be working the uh, Game Toppers booth. Uh, right. Berkey needed help out there, so I, I changed plans and be there. But we'll be able to talk some. Uh, we'll be able to talk some. Uh, uh, pack some plug stuff too. Um, but <laughs> Corey and Jimmy. Corey describes that this is the most cones of Dunshire game she's ever heard of. Okay, where it's just like every 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 thing that we were listening and like watching in a video of. It's like also if you hold this thing. And if you lose this, if you lose this item, then you won't be able to exile people anymore from your thing, or you won't be able to turn people into citizens and stuff like just like <laughs> it's I'm sorry. I wish I could do it, but it's better when she described it. It was just the, the most like finicky amount of rules and just a lot of, a lot of stuff going on here. Like mm-hmm. This is definitely, I mean, this is like a $120 game, which like you could tell looking at the picture here, like this is, it doesn't come with the board. It comes with a play mat on the ones with like the neat uh, uh, stitched edgings around it and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, I will say that although it was very like complicated and brain burning and a little bit hard to understand, um, the card system they have for setup and for kind of walking you through the first set of turns actually worked really well uh it didn't solve the confusion issues but it like got us it got us moving in the game like you don't know necessarily like i don't know why i'm doing this but i'm getting the motions down and then it clicks like you know maybe like 
half a game later, you're like, oh, now I'm starting to understand this game. Well, but it's it's, yeah. it's very easy where it's like you flip over a card and it's like, put this card here, put this card there, put it there. All right, one person take this board, one person take that board. Okay. Uh, you don't have four people playing? Somebody's playing all four because you want to be able to see all the different strategies. Okay. Um, and then it's like, okay, now proceed to this deck and I'm putting it. It's very, very, uh, very handholdy, which is good for the, cause like I, I watched a video on how to play this game and I still didn't understand how to play this game. Like it just went in one year and I was like, what the heck is going on? So, I mean, for the most part, it does, it, it does play in a bit kind of like root where there's like the different phases where it's like, Oh, you know, here's the start of your turn. Then you have three actions you can do, and then you clean up. Like that level is kind of the same, but it's it's more of the way you play. Does it do, is it the hard part? It's why you would do things is the hard part. Like, what okay. am I actually doing to like help me win? Like, is there only you know like what are the paths to winning, and why would I want to do? thing x versus thing y that's kind of that's where it gets kind of like brain burning uh and then then we had our extra life battle uh which uh yeah the the the, this month and uh the end of last month are nothing but like mega battles galore events wise because this was our charity mega battle for extra life where uh everybody you could we had like a buy-in for to towards the charity but you could spend a dollar per reroll so like anytime you messed okay. up, it's like whatever, throw a ticket down that's another yeah. dollar and just re-roll for whatever case you wanted to. Okay. Um, and then the coolest part about this was this thing here in the center. So for for record, my knight over here, which is, you know, like nine to ten inches tall, only comes up to this thing's ankle. We had this huge Titan that nice. one so this uh, fortunately this was all 3D printed because these things are normally like multiple thousands of dollars on like the forge world website so i think this is considered a warlord titan might be yeah so this is the the granddaddy machine uh of 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 the imperium so we had one of these i think he said it took him he had two of them because we thought we might have two tables but we only had enough players for one but uh I think he said it took him two years to print these because these are all resin and you know small space and just multiple parts yeah um but like this thing was massive. Like he said, he said he had a seatbelt one in, so just so to make sure it didn't like go all over the place. Because this I thing is like the size that. of a toddler. And the way we had it is, you would like bid. Each team would would bid on like how much, like you know, like I'm gonna bid three dollars, and they would get to control the Titan for a turn and all of its okay. all of his weapons and stuff. So, you know, just trying to do whatever to try and like get people to spend money on it. So like some people would go and just like dump 20, 30 bucks. Um, yeah, 20, 30 bucks in just a reroll tickets and or uh, uh, auction tickets. And yeah, this is the oh, Titan wow. right here. This is the picture of the Titan. I only have the back. I don't have the front. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, lost very quickly um, because the way to kill demons is just with a lot of shots. And I don't deal a lot of shots. I deal small amounts of shots with like very high damage. And the problem with their like saves where they're like basically no matter what you shoot at them, they get to the, the ones they were playing, they get a 50% save on everything. You just want to shoot like a crap ton of stuff and something will get through. But not me. I'm shooting like maybe like a couple of things. Of course, later, of course, I found ways to get around that, but I didn't know that at the time because I was still learning. Um, 
Yeah, flamethrowers, exactly. Uh, and then uh, I got to try, you can't see here, this is just the, the Resident Evil 3, the board game from Steamforge Games. I played the, I finally got set down and started working through the campaign of that one. Um, I had played the tutorial of it and I was like, oh, this is pretty fun. And then I played the, the first campaign and I realized I had been playing a rule wrong and it suddenly became vastly more difficult. <laughs> it was still fun, but it was just extremely harder. Uh, because, uh, on the, the, the die that you roll to hit, um, there's a symbol for like a push and then there's a symbol for like the damage. And I thought that the damage meant like bonus damage and that the push was like at one damage and the bonus damage was like one plus another one. No, the push is only a pure push. So like I'm unloading like 12 shots into the zombie and finally get the one shot I need. Like, no, I'm pushing him all over the map, but like... <laughs> empty a clip into this guy and he finally dies even though he's only got like one health but i just oh. couldn't roll worth crap but it also made it seem more like like the game where you're just kind of like die uh-huh. yeah so uh a lot of a lot of very interesting me- i need uh, i'll talk more about this as i get to play more but a lot of interesting mechanics that that like make you feel like you're playing you're you're playing a, a board game there's not an app or anything but there's so many mechanics that simulate things in board game or in video games like there's a there's a item box that you can just walk up to and drop stuff in and it will be available it, 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 it sits up here in this little slot and it's up available here. 10 rooms later well yeah like it, it, for the rest of the game anytime you go to the item box it's in there <laughs> yep yeah so those sorts of things uh let's see what else we got here oh i included this picture uh this was the first time i got to play with the entire uh knight army whoops ah too far uh but now the entire knight army is fully painted so you could actually see uh okay i i don't have a i don't have a a family picture yet (laughs) i need to take one of those that has shows everybody in scale um it's, it's four knights and the Oh, there's there's six of them, but uh, the other oh. two are like down here, are off to the side. Oh, the little guys are the knights. Yeah, the, well, these are called ar- they're all knights. Okay, these are the knight armagers. Um, even though okay, so they're not in the lore. They're not technically knights. The only the ones that are like sir or such and such are the two big da- big daddies over here. Okay, but uh, yeah, I got uh, six armagers and then two of the big guys. I got one this guy is a knight crusader cuz he's all shooty stuff. Like pretty much I just park him in the back and his job is just to lay down fire over the entire like his guns reach the entire battlefield. Oh, that's always good. Um and then this guy is the, that's the knight paladin, the guy that was unpainted in the previous photo where he's got his he's got his thermal cannon but then he's got his uh chain chain yeah. sword over here, the the reaper chain sword. Um yeah. So this was also my first win. It was a really tough. It was a really tough game because Necrons are another horde army because they keep respawning. Uh, and uh, they keep re- they keep respawning. And um, it's another army where you just want to unload a bunch of shots. And so it was very difficult, but I managed to end up winning. It was my first my first win with the knights. Uh, did I pre-order the knights Christmas box set? No. A. I don't know if they're available to pre-order yet. Yeah, as soon as I spent all this money buying all these knights, they came out with a Christmas box set that like would have given me like half of this for like half the price. Oh. And it was just like, you sons of bitches. But I wouldn't have had them for, you know, I wouldn't have had them now. So, but 
Uh, if anybody needs to have s- some nights, it's definitely the way to go. Like you get, you get one of these, and I want to say like three or four of these for like two hundred dollars, and that is a steal. Um, but no, I did not buy it, and I probably won't because I've got enough. I've got two thousand points. I could probably get another single armager, another big guy, just to have for some options if I wanted to like cut down two of them and throw in another big guy for heavy firepower, but. No, I think I, I'm probably going to stay where I am and uh, keep my open eye open for any other other, other big deals for, for Warhammer stuffs. Oh, let's see. what else. Oh, and then I got this in the mail. I just got this in the mail. It's sitting on the desk over there. I wanted to talk about this. So I knew about the So Dragonlance, it's another popular, um, it's another popular setting that, uh, that, that's been around forever that they finally decided to bring into 5th edition. And I believe it releases on Tuesday, I want to say. So maybe tomorrow. I think it, as of this recording, I think tomorrow's when it releases. Okay. Um, but I got this in the mail for from Wizards of the Coast. It's the, you know, the both the standard editions. The box was huge. And I was like, what the heck? But it came with this deluxe uh, component edition that came with like the GM screen and everything, which I was like, okay, okay, whatever. But it comes with a board game. I was like, oh, that's neat. Like sometimes they make board games versions on previous adventures. That's just like, here's a board game. But this one is actually designed by Rob Davio and the guy that made hero quest. Okay. Um, like the best thing about hero quest is hero quest. More hero quest. Exactly. But the way that this, this board game actually ties into the expansion here or into the adventure. So like, there are parts of the adventure where you can stop playing D and D and switch and play the board game instead. Oh. Like you, like the sort of the mass battles that you know might be kind of difficult to play in D and D. You can actually switch over and play the board game version of it, and then go back to the. At least that's the way the back of the box and all the stuff I read described it, and uh, I'm like, that sounds kind of cool. Yeah. So uh, that that might have to come in a bit. Looks like it's a, uh, yeah, Shadow of the Dragon Queen. Which I just makes me think of Horde of the Dragon Queen. Yeah, and uh, we can get rid of that. Uh, Rusted Beetle. I knew. I knew it. I was like, I bet Rusted Beetles played Dragonlance. He said, we played Dragonlance <laughs> in Second Edition. We played the original fifteen modules adventures. It took two years playing weekly and was a ton of fun. Woo. One through ele- levels one through eleven on here. Uh, and then uh, last but not last game wise, and this was this Saturday, we had a big, we were trying to get more people into learning horse heresy. So we had a big, uh, what they call zone mortalis, which is basically like space Hulk or a big spaceship. So you had these like rooms and stuff board. We were, somebody had a lot of strain and we boarded off. And we were only placing thousand points, no vehicles. So it's pretty much just all space Marines and just okay. everybody in close quarter fighting. Um, a lot of fun. We definitely had some one or we had one or two new people show up, so that was helpful. Uh, the more I play Horus Heresy, the more I prefer it to Ninth Edition, actually. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, just for a variety of reasons, but I ended up getting my butt kicked because my partner had to leave for for various reasons, and then it ended up being a two. They were like, "Oh, well, you could just put like another thousand points." Even now, I was like, "Nah, it's good. <laughs> I don't really want to control." <laughs> that's a lot of things to control and I'm just here to hang out <laughs> like yeah. that's fine you guys could just wipe me off the board it's all good because at this point it's just like we only play heresy like once a month at this point although we think I think we're going to try and play it more um, so I'm still like learning and trying to get the rules down uh, as well as all of us are but yeah 
And then lastly, I finally, or I did some more. Guess what, Philip? I did some more rearranging into the game room and in the big game room. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So I've been running out of RPG space. Um, okay. Like, as in book space. I had them on the the 4x4 four four cubes that are out there, and the cu- and I'm down to, like, the last cube <laughs> of them getting oh, wow. full. Just because I get, I A, I get in stuff to review, and B, I buy a lot of books and stuff. So, um. I decided, I was like, what if I got, because I got a couple of actual bookshelves. I was like, what if I throw them on there? I wonder how much space they take up. Turns out, only half the space. <laughs> so I moved them over here by the game table here. You could see everything all set up. So I got like space in here for like the review copies of stuff. This is like all my RPG collections up here on the top. So this thing's probably going to tip over at some point because <laughs> I have not weighted it fully at the bottom yet. <laughs> Uh, and then when I was going through a bunch of the random junk we have around here, uh, I had this display case that didn't have any shelves in it, and so okay. I bought some. I bought some wood, painted it, and now I have a nice display case for my Warhammer minis. <laughs> so I'm gonna actually I'm gonna go to like five below and get some of those like LED cheap LED strips and okay. like put them underneath the shelves and light it up so it looks all cool. So yeah, but this isn't everything. This is just like the stuff I don't regularly play with. So like the stuff I regularly play is in these boxes over here on the side, like ready for me to take out. Like this is like the heresy stuff. And this is the, the uh, oh, actually this is the heresy stuff. And this is like the regular 40K stuff over here. And then this is more of like, here's my black Templars up on the top shelf. I got a squad of Necrons back there for kill team. And then these are these are all those cultists that from that game board game we played forever ago, the Assassin Orum game. Yeah, yeah. So that's the those are the the cultists from it. But I turns out I can also use those in Necromunda. So I've okay. got those. I've got those in there too. I think that's yeah. That's in. It's the end of the the picture show. Next year, GW announces space trucks like Space Hulk, but with more paperwork. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a I got a load here for for Danny. Danny needs to do. I got. I gotta have him sign for all these. I got a whole bunch of ceramite and some uh, Mark Six armor. Okay, so uh, with that, uh, you want to talk? You want to talk some Patreon stuff? Yeah, we can talk some Patreon stuff. This is uh, you know, we've got uh, what is what, what's going on? What's going on on the screen? Don't mind me. Don't 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 mind Chris, folks. No, it's not on the screen. What is what does that tab say? I'm not gonna say that tab. <laughs> you shouldn't have that up there. Uh, anyway, uh, Patreon.com/slash Boards and Swords. Boards and Swords.com/slash Patreon. It'll take you to the same place. Uh, this is where you can get the extra stuff. So if you've been listening, you've heard us talk about after the show the bonus bits. All right, that's where Chris and I just sit and shoot the breeze and talk about the random stuff. And all we're asking for here, folks. All we're asking for. Dollar a month. Dollar, dollar a, month, a month. Okay. Dollar a month. Okay. It's Christmas Don't time, a everybody. Large drink with lunch. The best gift that you could give yourself is having episodes. More of us. Yeah. Um, technically, I have like 15 minutes that we recorded at the end of Sean's show that I never put out because oh. sick. And <laughs> also, it was not a whole lot, but uh, I will try. I will add that into the net. The, what do we record today? I'll throw that in here so that it's actually some decent amount of content we talked about some she-hulk stuff in there oh okay yeah but uh yeah the definitely some great stuff it's the best gift you could give yourself and show that you know we are worth you know 50 cents because you get two episodes a month most most months not this month (laughs) it happens it happens um and and uh treat yourself so um 
with kind of at the last minute scheduling this uh had this episode, I wasn't sure what to put here in the end because I knew we were going to have a lot of news and a lot of talky talk stuff, but I definitely wanted to have a third bit in here. And we kind of rushed it at the end of the last time when I played it with Sean, but they recently made, uh, you know, have you heard of the, the, the Dolly? Um, you've been seeing a lot of people have been showing off the like Dolly mini, which is like the AI thing that you can put in stuff and it makes images for you. No. Nope. Where like you could type in a phrase and the AI pers- makes up its own like you could say cat on a piano and it'll make its own version of a cat on a piano. Um, so we did this last time where we were like, and I liked I liked it so much that I wanted to do it again. Where um, we uh, let me bring up the bring up the image here, yeah, and then switch back to yeah. Where like I took the descript I took like. Uh, I had talked about Fort and so I had it here and I was like, um, kids playing on a playground in the word Fort in a comic style font or whatever. And it came up with this, like, this is a, the, the, an AI wrote this. So it was like, I want to have an AI redesign a board. Th- that's the segment is AI's AI, AI redesigns a board game. Oh, here it shows. It said comic book style, children playing with toys and the word fort was what I typed in. And this is one of the okay. images it came up with. So Dolly mini was like a lower powered one that the grant, the get the images weren't as good. Um, mm-hmm. Now they've recently opened it up so that more people could use the full up version of it. Like, this one you have to like, I only have like 48 credits per month or whatever. And so oh. like, for, so um, like Philip, give me just a random title here. I'll show you the power of this thing. A right, or, just, title? or just, all right, give me uh, let's see. Uh, and feel free to shout out stuff in the chat too. give me a type of art. Abstract. Abstract drawing of what I'm going to go of a cat on a piano. Cause I had that for some reason. <laughs> and then we'll say, smoking a pipe all right so now it's going to be doing its thinking thing it's just showing other stuff on here all right so here you go this is <laughs> this is uh not smoking a pipe so this is an abstract drawing of a cat um <laughs> smoking That's a pipe pretty abstract yeah <laughs> oh man they even got the liquor glass here too he's got a yeah, bow tie man. look at this he's got a bow tie and a suit um that looks like a fourth grader drew that one. And then that that one definitely falls in the abstract. It does, yeah. Yeah. Chipotle lightsabers and Jean-Claude Van Damme. I think <laughs> there are certain things that they automatically don't do. I think people, it automatic. I want to say like real people, it won't do. Okay. Um, but I was going to try and see. So let's go, let's go to Board Game Geek here. And let's find a board game that... We could do on Munchkin. Munchkin. Oh, that that that's a good one. So, just for reference, I'm gonna pull up um, the the I'm gonna pull up Munchkin just so I can remember what's on it. Okay, so we've got. So I would say this is you know. So okay, let's say. All right, let's go back. Let's say a cartoon drawing of a. Tiny Viking, because he's got the horns. Okay. Uh, holding a hammer and a chainsaw with the word munchkin above him. Okay. So let's see, let's see what Dolly comes up with. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha,
that's 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 it man <laughs> i love this one it mixed the hammer and oh but there's no chainsaw, there's no chainsaw. <laughs> munch is that say munch chain it says that says munchain yeah This one's got, uh, this one looks like it was, these all look like they were drawn in uh, paint. <laughs> yep. Uh, this one more so. Uh, okay. Does that say humming? It looks like it says humming on top. Yeah, it looks like that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> Humanicare. <laughs> There's a chainsaw in the background here. <laughs> all right. Uh, Milking. <laughs> Oh, this has got the chainsaw in one hand. Hey, right, there we on. go. That's hold on. Yeah. Let's see. Holding a, a hammer. I'm going to say in one hand and a chainsaw in the other. All right. Let's let's do let's get some I'll use an extra credit here and see if we can see if we can get things a little closer. We got almost the same thing. Mickum Mickum again. That one actually the style of it Real close. close. Yeah. That's that's actually really close on style. That's so weird that they it doesn't have munchkin. Yeah. I wonder if I because I said the the munchkin above him, me just trying to figure out how to get it closer and closer. Mm-hmm. All right, meanwhile, let's do nope, that didn't fix it. Oh my god, look at that style though. Holy shit. That, that is, is really close. close. Hold on. Let me just flip oh, it. Yeah. Like, that is actually really close. All right. I will. I always say, like, oh, I'm going to put this in the show notes. I got to remember this time because at least that <laughs> one, that is so freaking close. All right. Yep. Uh, we need. Let's do. Let's do. Uh, I was just going to see what's on the hotness. The hotness. Oh, Frost Haven. Everybody's talking about that Frost Haven. So let's see. We got a uh, a snow like okay. So what kind of what kind of style would you say this is? Turkey that frosted. picture right there. Yeah, like a, I'm just gonna say like a painting because it is kind of like a painting. Yeah. It, uh, so we'll say landscape. A painting of a fantasy battle of a painting of a fantasy battle. Between a yeti of a a yeti and a villager fighting in the snow, the show, the snow. Uh, we'll just take the fr- we'll take the frost haven bit out of it with mountains in the background. All right, what you got? All right, we'll, we'll end the show with this one. Oh, 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 that's good. This is good. Like very similar in style, although this one's like two yetis fighting. Yeah, that that's wow. This is like, I don't know if I would make a game with this, but like this could be some like concept art for for like a Kickstarter or trying to get like you're trying to explain to your artist what you want. Mm-hmm. This is great for for that kind of stuff or for like, yeah, like I don't see this kind of stuff replacing artists. Because there is a quality difference between, you know, like that and and this. There's like a roughness to this. This yeah. is like first draft type of stuff. But that is wow. That's that's real good. All right, Philip. Let's uh I would say let's roll that beautiful beam footage, but we don't have it. Yep, I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
This is where you start talking. That is where I start talking. Sorry, my show notes are over here. Hey, that's been our show, everybody. Uh, if you want to check us out live, uh, you know where to go, all right? You got to go to boardsandswords.com slash live. That's got the links to the uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch pages where we broadcast on. It's also got the schedule that we sometimes try to stick to uh, when it suits us. We got lives. Leave us alone. Damn. <laughs> Send us feedback. Feedback at boardsandswords.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at Boards and Swords Pod. Instagram at Boards and Swords Chris. Until Twitter collapses, it's at Boards and Swords. Um, I started a Hive account today because some people are switching over to that. and it's. I have one of those as well. Mainly, I just wanted to claim the name at Boards and Swords. <laughs> just as quickly as possible. Yeah. So, uh, and then... Um, I got to claim Dirtbag Phil. <laughs> but uh yeah we'll we'll see how things go there i've also been posting uh um or i've been queuing up some stuff and then i got sick so i i i'm feeling a potential comeback of of the 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 youtube shorts instagram reels and tiktoks i've been having a lot of thoughts for it and stuff so uh uh you may start to see a, a big push on some of those platforms so at boards and swords on tiktok too but uh, all most of these links are boardsandsource.com for links for most of the things we do and like our Patreon. Check it out to help support the show. We'll be back in two weeks with another show. In the meantime, remember that every gamer has a story and uh, rest in peace, Kevin Conroy. And Jason David Frank. Oh, and the, and Jason David Frank. Yeah, right. Sorry, that's too recent for me. It is. <laughs>